Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? I'm doing well, thank you. Enjoy How was your Christmas? Christmas? Oh yes, I did. I loved the Christmas. I know you had one too with your little beautiful Halloween. Yeah, it was it was magical. It was even though she's seven months old and she obviously doesn't know what Christmas is or what's happening. Mm. We were so excited on Christmas Eve <laughs> for her oh, to wake right. up the next day. Yes. Oh, it, it, it doesn't matter what age they are. They still get, they still get the vibes, don't they? Vibes coming from you, coming from Mims and, and everyone else they meet. It, it, it's, it's just, they get wrapped up in it and uh, it just gets better and better and better. I can assure you as time goes on, as they get a little older. So what you've experienced this time will be magnified twice over next time and so on, right through. Never stops, as you no. know. I mean, you're, you're, you and uh, the, our other children have all had that experience and that taken that with them because they're now experiencing it with their own family. And it's wonderful mm. to see. Yeah, it is. It is a lovely. Um, it was a lovely day, um, and then we came down to see you guys on Boxing Day and spent the family in your kitted out, decorated downstairs uh, sort of living area, and it was it was lovely. It was a really nice day. It was, and uh, we were thrilled to bits with it all. I mean, it. it we, we did when when we were planning all of this. We thought, I wonder if it's going. Are we going to get everybody in? But we did easily, didn't we? And it was absolutely wonderful to have that uh, re an interreaction with the whole family. Everybody enjoyed it, and they said they did. So that's uh, all we can ask. Yeah, it was lovely. So we hope everyone else had a lovely Christmas. Um, I hope everyone had a really nice time. Um, you've had a week off because it's been Christmas. You've had a week off drawing, rightly mm -hmm. so. Well-deserved week yeah. off drawing. So we haven't got a, a new picture to talk about this week, but there is still plenty for us to discuss. And actually, we've got to talk about, expand on a few points that we brought up in our Christmas show last week. Um, so we'll talk about that mm -hmm. um, and then a few other announcements and things that, that we'll talk about. So I'll try and try and remember it all if I can. Um, but firstly, I'm going to mention an email that came in from Janet, and this is expanding on last week's podcast. Janet writes, hi, Colin and Steve. I've just finished watching the latest podcast, Painting by Numbers. I decided to research the word artist included in the dictionary meanings and formulate my beliefs from my findings. From the Cambridge Dictionary, artist, noun, is a drawing, a, a person who paints, draws or makes sculptures. An artist is also, also a writer, actor, musician, dancer or other performer. Nowhere does it say work is original or describe how an artist must create to be called an artist. So that's interesting at first. Yeah. Um, Janet goes on to say, I believe the line drawing is simply the foundation. The rest results in understanding and creating the shading, hues, textures, dimensions, the blending and mixing of colors, learning the characteristics of the different types of surface the results of different makes of pencils, the application of blenders to achieve a successful piece of pastel pencil work. And this is what we learn from Colin's classes. 
My daughter did her Bachelor of Contemporary Art at university and I now believe the use of the word artist covers a multitude of approaches to achieve an outcome that evokes emotion and pleases the consumer or viewer. I love that. I think that absolutely, is... Absolutely nutshelled it, isn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely well described. It's wonderful they take the time to do that, though. You know, they... they... I mean, people have bees in their bonnets and they think, you know, I really got to get to grips with this because uh, it, that's all sounds very nice, but, but where's the data to back it up? And there you go. Absolutely. Um, Janet says, on a completely different note, my mother's cleaner saw a portrait I did of my mum's dog who passed away recently and argued with my mum saying it was a photo and not artwork. Even when mum pointed out my signature, the cleaner said, you can do that with photos these days. <laughs> I don't know whether to take it as a compliment or be annoyed that hours of work resulted in people thinking that it was a doctored photo. At least my mum appreciated the effort. Thank you both for the outstanding work you do in creating the information for anyone to learn the craft of pastel pencil painting. Happy New Year to you and your families and all the very best for a healthy, happy and exciting 2023 Cheers, Janet. Well, thank you so much, Janet, for taking the time to to look that up and to send us an email on. And um, we're in complete agreement. I think it's, 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 it summarises how I've believed and the definition should be. And I didn't look that up in the dictionary. I just it's what you feel like it should be. And um, it just completely goes along with the, the same lines as we were talking about last week. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree with that more. And as for your cleaner, well, I would take it as a compliment, but also it doesn't sound like you were going to be able to change her mind. If she thinks it's a doctored photo, then that's what she's going to want to believe. You can't, mm -hmm. you know, you can't convince her unless you film it like dad films are his glasses and his paintings. How else can you prove it? Um, but I take it as a compliment. You can't please everyone. And at least your mother likes it. So that's all important um but yeah i i thought that um that was interesting i wanted to read that out because i think that other people it backs up what we were talking about and hopefully puts other people's minds at rest that you can call yourself an artist you know um i think it's so so important to feel that way that you are creating something that evokes emotion um and that and pleases someone um you know it's just it's brilliant um so we were chatting before uh, we started recording, Dad, because you had a, a, a little story that you shared with me about a chap that completely disagreed with what we were talking about last week and completely disagrees with Janet, uh, Janet's definition of what the dictionary says. So do you want to just share what you were saying to me before we started recording mm. about that? Well, it, it, it is vague memories now because it goes back quite a long time. But we had a, there was a competition, I believe it, it was in one of the um, art magazines. It was a competition that was run by Faber-Castell. Okay, I'm sure, it, I'm sure I got that right. And uh, they had to submit pictures. And uh, then I didn't get involved in this at all, except to uh, give the prizes out. That was my job. So we had a meeting, and this I'm sure this was at Olympia in London, uh, of all the prize winners, let's say all, it was only about four or five different categories, and they all turned up, and uh, they came with their spouses as well. And the 
I had to give a prize away to these particular people. And one of the things that uh, they had, and I, 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 this has only just come back to me, what it was, there was a course that was being given away to, to one of the prize winners. And this chap won the prize. But he made a very good, a good point to me in saying that um, you, you, I don't think um, we appreciate just how much effort goes into actually original work, coming back to what we were talking about. He said, the, um, my, the work that I did was original and uh, it obviously won. And he was crowing about this. And I said, well, that's great. Well done. Thank you very much. But when it came to the prize, he didn't want it. He said, no, I don't want to come and want it. I don't want a course. Thank you very much. We were all taken aback by this. And he was, but he was adamant. He said, no, I didn't. And, and we, we did clash a bit because I have my own views and he had his views. And in the end, we just couldn't uh, agree with each other. And, but so in the end, it was, well, okay, if you, if you don't want the prize, that's fine. His wife then came and said, well, uh, can I come instead? So she actually attended the, one of the class, the courses. I think it was a workshop, I seem to remember. It's very vague memories now because it goes back a, quite a long time. But that always stuck in my mind uh, that uh, it's the only time that I've ever had an occasion to cross swords with somebody. What specifically were you clashing about? What specifically were you clashing about? He didn't like the idea of me being able to all the things that I did, you know, teach people the way I would teach people, using square drawings. And, I mean, with all my workshops I used to have, what I did, I used to supply a line drawing, just as we do now. And because if you don't do that, you've got to... Most of the... the, the uh, work is going to be trying to get things right, you know, drawing right. And I couldn't afford the time because we only had a day's workshop in this particular case. So we had to, from beginning to end, it had to have a finished picture. So I always supplied it and they didn't, he didn't like that. He wanted to do his own picture. And I thought, well, that's fine, but that's f fine for you. But what about the other people who, on on the workshop, because it was, it was, um, it wasn't an individual. He wasn't going to one individual workshop. It was a, going to be a collective. Uh, anyway, that's basically what it was. He didn't like the idea of having something ready-made uh, to start off with. Uh, but it, it had to be done that way because what I was teaching is the techniques, just as I do today. And if you didn't have the something a framework to start off with, um, it, would, it would have been almost impossible to get um, up to usually about a dozen people uh, on the right path. You see what I mean? Anyway, the workshops I had and used to have were very, very successful. But it was to teach the techniques. And I used to say during that workshop, if you want to, to draw your own pictures, this is how you do it. And I showed them the square drawing. I used to demonstrate that. This is how... You can get your own picture um, if you're not competent enough to freehand draw. And that used to satisfy everybody, except this chat. He didn't like the idea of that.
and this i suppose in a, is in a different age where there is no internet you know this was far enough back there was no internet there oh, was no, no you right. know things didn't spread quite as much so you probably didn't encounter as many as you we may have done in you know where we, we have done in the last however many years we've been online um of people disagreeing with that or having issue with that so it must have been a bit of a surprise to encounter that especially in person at somewhere like this profile high profile event to um encounter someone like that that kind of is undermining everything that you're about you know no wonder you clashed that's right and i think there were there are other people there remember um and they were all listening to this and no one agreed with him he was completely on his own and i think that upset him but I, I, as I say, the saving grace with his wife actually did come to, to the uh, the workshop in the end. Lovely. So she she got the benefit of his uh, bloody mindedness, really. <laughs> you don't get many people like that. And I'm no, very, and, very fortunate. And, and people not... are allowed to have their opinion. You know, absolutely, as every right to have an opinion. Um, just so happens it wasn't yours or, or ours and our ethics and the way we work here and um you know if we did operate that way we might not be able to reach as many people as we do you know there's a lot of people yeah. out there that would not have been given this opportunity to learn if uh if we had followed that same rule so no, well my my policy right from the beginning was um to help people to attain artwork themselves and i know how difficult it would be you know if if you just give them a pencil and a few coloured pencils and there you've got to do it you don't know where even to begin is this blank piece of paper syndrome but once you can you can overcome that which we do very successfully then you can get them on the right road and then that's when you can start to teach there's an awful lot to learn as people know um, with the uh, uh, the techniques that we do no I think it's I think um, I, I never really profess to be anything that I'm not. In mm. fact, I don't know whether you ever knew this, but I never used to call myself an artist. People used to call me, me an artist, but I didn't. I said, no, I'm an art teacher. I'm an art tutor, which is that's mm. how I saw my job, not as an artist. I think that's because you're trying to detach any ego from it, right, when you say that. Right. Um, but, you know, as Janet's as Janet's um, email and definition would say that there is, you know, for other people to call themselves an artist, you know, doesn't have to have a deep ego attached to it. They can, you know, simply the act of creating and creating something that evokes that emotion. It still, you know, allows them to say that. Mm. Um, but I know that you did tell me that that is something you've never um, immersed yourself in that definition of what you do because you prefer to be thought of as the person that is giving that um, opportunity for other people to see themselves as an artist but I think and I'm sure everyone else out there would say to me you're absolutely uh, without doubt an artist but you're happy for other people to say that I'm very happy for other people to say it as long as I don't say it about myself and I've never have done and uh, I should never, never do it because I, I don't consider that to be uh, a label because I, I didn't have any real uh, art training, uh, as you know, and uh, other people find that probably hard to believe. I didn't have any art training at all. Uh, I didn't go to art school. And that I always felt uh, was perhaps something that uh, I should have done 
But I was told early on, don't do it, because once you start doing going down that road, you're going to be dictated to, you're going to be stymied on all the things that you naturally have. And uh, this is this is a policy that I've adopted uh, right up to now. And, it's... and that and that is us not at all in any way undermining other people that have gone down that academic route um, because it, they have their own merits and values and um, mm -hmm. parts to play a hundred percent. So yeah, please, uh, people that have gone down that route, don't think that we think any less of that route as an option. Um, but perhaps if you had gone down that route, it wouldn't have turned out in the same way. I wouldn't. No, no, no. I, I would have. Um, uh, I mean, the, the person that goes way, way back now, who actually told me that, promised me you will not go and have art lessons. Because if you do, you're going to lose the spontaneity and the natural ability you've got. And I still remember those words today. And uh, that's what's guided me all the way along. But as you say, that doesn't mean to say that people do go to art school and do art um, uh, courses uh, are wrong to do it. Of course they're not. If that's what they want to do, they should do that. Yeah, absolutely. OK, excellent. Well, thank you, Janet. Um, thanks, Dad, for talking about those points. Um, we have got a couple of shout outs. I feel like a radio show, show now, yeah. like we've got, <laughs> got shout outs um that people want to hear we're you know we're really not that big but it's lovely that people still want to shout out so i've got to make sure i've got lily got to give a shout out to lily so lily is like one of our youngest ever students i think um is, she, is, it, is that, that the young ladies that's only 10 10 years old i think so i think you're 10 lily i think yeah. that's how old you are but we oh. want to say hello to you and we've got another shout out for shirley so we want to say Hi, Shirley. Uh, this is your shout out. Um, I definitely feel like I'm a radio host now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if anyone else wants to shout out on next week's show, you want to hear your name being read out or have an email or anything you want to send to us, then please feel free to get in touch. Happy to do it. it only takes a second. Um, OK, cool. So the last point that I want to raise this week, last thing I want to talk about is a bit of an end of an era for us. I mean, we're not stopping before people panic we're not stopping um but we are going to close start to close our doors to our online shop now it might be a bit disappointing for people um but i did want to announce it on the show um as we approach into new year and going into the first half of the year first quarter we are going to be winding down the amount of products that we sell and eventually closing the doors um which is a bit of a sad moment. You know, we've had the shop since, well, you've done mail order for 35 oh, years or more. You know, you've done mail order since the gallery pretty much started. Mm -hmm. um, but we took you online in 2012 because we set up the membership in 2011 and then we started the shop in April 2012. So I remember it very well. And um, it was very successful. Um, but back even even 10 years ago, over 10 years ago, it was a very different time even then in terms of um, being a small business online. And I think it's quite clear to everyone how um, bigger companies have increased competition. Um, and I wanted to kind of explain a little bit why we've made that decision. And it's a few reasons, but the ones that 
and more prominent than others is um, Brexit. You know, Brexit has affected us quite a lot. Um, the being able to ship abroad internationally, especially to Europe, has become a lot more difficult. Um, we had to stop selling to Europe because parcels never turned up, you know, or they got delivered or uh, they, they got rejected and delivered back to us um, or they just simply got lost and didn't make economical sense in the end as a business to offer that service, which is such a shame. Um, so we had to stop that and, and then various other countries, you know, we're not a big company. We're a small family business. It's me and Mims here <laughs> sending parcels out and, um, we don't have big, you know, big, um, delivery options and, um, hundreds of parcels a day. So, you know, big companies like Amazon have made it, you know, a bit trickier, um, to do that, um, and also being a small business, it has been tricky to even though we are there for service and being able to respond to people. Um, sometimes people forget that um, small independent um, family run businesses are people too. You know, when you're dealing with the likes of Amazon, you're kind of used to dealing with a bit of a cold kind of um level of service or, or expecting quite a lot back and and as a small business it's very difficult to 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 match those same requirements you know we can deliver that customer service and we've always prided ourselves on being as good customer service as we can possibly be um, but sometimes you get people that don't realize that you're a small family business and that people are human at the other end of the email and so it's become less rewarding over time you know we've we've stuck it out. We've done our best. We've tried to compete with Amazon. We've tried to discount our products as much as we can. We've kept shipping costs as low as we possibly can, especially international orders. You know, we've tried our best to make it work. Um, probably over the last nearly two years, we've been struggling since Brexit started. And then we've tried to keep making it work and it's just not happened. It's just not been possible. And we've really struggled to, to make it work. So, We've had to make the decision. Um, as I say, I know that will disappoint a lot of people because you're going to have to find for especially our most loyal customers who we're very, very grateful for everyone that's chosen to shop with us as a family business. It's meant the absolute world. And if you do get a chance to shop with an independent business, you are helping those people to put food on their tables, pay their rents, pay their mortgages, um, you know, it's it's very different from supporting a big company um, and it does really mean the world. You know, when an order comes in as a small independent business, it's a big celebration. You know, you're really pleased um, and it's a bit of a different experience when you're a massive company. So I wanted to show the gratitude and uh, for everyone that shopped with us. I know there's going to be some questions. You know, there's certain things like people have reward points. We want to allow people to spend those whilst um we're starting to wind things down and also transfer those over to membership and courses. So if people want to redeem that off of a membership, off of a course, off of a monthly payment, we will do that. Obviously we pride ourselves on customer service. I said that already. And, um, we try and accommodate people as best we can. As, as I said, it's going to be tough for some people who want to get products. They might have to look elsewhere for those products when it comes to things that we have created ourselves or you have created uh, the packs and the square drawing grids. We're going to keep selling those. We're going to find a way of, of selling those so that people can still get those. 
products because those aren't ones you find anywhere else <laughs> they are unique to us and we want to still make those available so we just got to figure out how we're going to be selling those um but they will still carry on so yeah it's a bit of a sad moment but it's happened because it had to happen um as i say we tried to make it work and it's just not not been possible so um over the next i'll keep everyone posted probably on the podcast on facebook you know we'll try and keep everyone informed of what's happening but over the next few months we are going to start winding down our our stock and eventually closing the doors um and yeah that's it the membership's still carrying on courses you know we're not giving that up anytime soon people are still going to have all that it's just the products the physical products side of things so if anyone's got any questions feel free to email me um and i'll happily clarify them um but yeah there you go so it's a bit of an end of an era but it allows us to move on with something from that so um i know we're a bit behind on the editing i'll free up some time to, to catch up with that and also give us time to think up other things and uh, other ways that we can help serve our students and community okie dokie all right then so we'll leave it there for this week thank you everyone for listening and for watching uh, i'm stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy your enjoy week enjoy your week we should just say enjoy your year oh yes it's new year isn't it well we should say happy new year to everybody i suppose okay we? are we so going to do like one two three happy new year yeah, do that. All right, one, two, three. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Oh, look at this little one. Hello, gorgeous. Oh, look how lovely she is. That's it. That's it. Oh, agree.